You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 89 for March 17th, 2016. This week we talk about J-pop, abortion rights for men, RuPaul's Drag Race, Time Hop, eating weird things, and Caitlyn Jenner. So stick around for The The show. Show! One, two, three, clap. Gorgeous. Hi, Sam. Hi. Hi, everybody. Uh, oh, this is going to be a great episode. <laughs> Sorry. I'm incredible. <laughs> can you just actually, can you just groan the whole episode? I'll just do all the talking. I mean, uh, I, so anyway, <laughs> it's just, I'm. it's called vocal fry. Oh, yeah. Is this like you warming up your voice? Too? I mean, yeah, because I am the singer in the critically acclaimed candy coated duo now on iTunes. Top 10 singers. Top 10 top 10s that you've top 10 over the past 10 weeks. Top 10 top 10 lists <laughs> that are not going to be making my top 10. <laughs> that top 10 that you just said. Wow. <laughs> top 10 girls that aren't top girl, you. <laughs> Oh my god, do you always have to bring up my sordid past? I mean, I'm sorry, I'm here to make you suffer, so... I have a surprise for you, but I don't know if I want to say it now, or if I want to say it later. I just, okay, the thing is, if, okay, I I know I'm not the father, and I don't think I really want to know who the father <laughs> is, because... I, I that baby would be so fucked up, I think we've already learned that from my sims. Well, uh, you know, your actual babies, Brinty and Brunty, that you mentioned, like, once oh, a year, yeah. and you just put in a fucking trash can for, like, the other 300 days out of the year? The other day, Time Hop told me that I got Brinty like four years ago, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding Time me?" Time Hop's the it's been double. Four years I, of this hell. I hate I, it. It's the absolute I worst. Hate it. Well, what's interesting is on Facebook recently, like you know how it's Facebook has their own little Time Hop shenanigans, where it's like you posted this five years ago. Here, it's going to pop up again. Right. Have a you know horrible trigger moment. Uh, like your ex-boyfriends and everything. Right? It's the worst. Oh, my God. Well, um, when you if you want it to go away, there's a little triangle button and you click it and then you it says don't show this post. And then underneath it, it says and we will stop sh- uh, or and will not post things like these or something it, like the The algorithm's supposed to not show those types of posts um, or show them less. It doesn't ever really work for me, though, because I did that with my I've done that with several things and several people. And I did it with my high school reunion thing. And it still shows me well, like everything. And I'm like, just stop. Mine's showing more. (laughs) So, yeah, no, it like I I would never get these like, you know, five years ago, blah, blah, blah posts. And then I got them like, you know, once every few months and I keep you know, telling it, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. And now I'm getting one like every other day. And I'm like, really? Uh, Really? Did you ever like one of them? No, I never did. Like I. So you never even gave it positive feedback? No, I I, like I approach it with a hazmat suit on. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I'm over it. Well, you're screwed. I know, right? So I just got to... Facebook sucks anyway. Right? I don't... We... It's the worst social... Ne- I Every time I... I'm really obsessed with reading those charts that say, like, what are the most popular social networks. Mm-hmm. Snapchat's really way up there now, which I was very surprised to learn. Um, but it's always, like, Facebook, Instagram. Twitter's sort of falling off of yeah. it. It's falling near the bottom, which is sad. Yeah. I like Twitter, I like but... Yeah, but... Facebook's always up there in the first one or two. I feel like Facebook's up there because more old people are learning that Facebook exists and they're ruining it. So they're just like, 
all aboard the fucking Facebook bandwagon like 10 years too late, but whatever. Oh, well. What are you going to do? So, um, what are you going to tell me this goddamn surprise? Or are you going to tell me later? Oh, my God. I don't know if I, when I should tell it to you. Um, I'll tell it to you later. We'll talk about it okay, later. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, so, I have this study, though. Oh, you do? Is it, like, does it have legitimate facts and information that are actually true um, and provable? It's from SciPost.org. And so, I, I trust anything that ends with .org. That's what I was going to say. Like Because it, it reminds me of orgies. I mean... All right. Uh huh. And and of course, government. It's no. That's dot ed. No, that's dot go. Yeah, like, okay, never mm, mind. We're just moving on. This study is titled "Perceived Distance and Obesity." It's what you weigh, not what you think. What? So what they did is uh, they got a whole bunch of people. Let's see. And the participants filled out a survey about their height, weight, and their perceived body size. Okay, so this is what they and, thought uh, that they weighed. What they, yeah, well, what they thought their body size was, like, large, small, whatever. Oh, okay, so just, like, generalities, general, yeah. Yes. Uh, And they measured, let's see, they found that a person's body weight influenced how far away they estimated a cone to be. Interesting. So those who weighed more tended to perceive the cone as farther away, and it was true regardless of whether or not they felt they had a larger small body oh so regardless of that it was like based on their actual body weight and like the people who weighed more perceived distances as farther away well so what does this mean i don't know (laughs) that's it it just it leaves us to draw our own conclusions i guess i feel like i feel like it's the cones fault honestly i feel like the the cones (laughs) being discriminatory (laughs) against it's it's being weightist and i'm not here for it interesting yeah, I, I wanna now. Every time I'm with someone, I wanna like put cones in front of oh them. Oh my god! And be just like make them measure distance. If this is your, I wonder because oh. I want to know what I would have done in the study. Because I mean, if this is, if this is how you see the world or something, I'm like twenty to forty pounds underweight, mm-hmm. and I wonder if like everything in the world is like super close to me. I know exactly how this would go. You would go to the study, and they would, you know, I'd be like, get that cone off me. <laughs> So I don't think they put it on you. This isn't fourth grade. It's not a dunce cap, okay? It's like no, in but front of be, you. I would think it. I would think it was like on me because I weigh so little. Oh wow! So you're like, like get it off. Get that off. You're me. like antimatter. What are you doing? What is? What's going on? <laughs> and then they send you to the psych ward where you belong. <laughs> now the first thing that you would do is you would ask them if you're going to get paid for the study, and then they say no, and then you just leave. Uh, that's literally what I would do. That's though. what would happen. But um they'd be like, no, it takes like two minutes. I mean cones, man, who knew? Who knew? <laughs> I wanna know if it has anything to do with height too. Well, yeah, like that's the thing that I was thinking about. Like this is only talking about body weight and it has nothing to do with height and it has nothing to do with Although like, I guess your I don't know. height does have something to do with your body weight. I mean, if we had the same like build mm-hmm. and you were like six inches taller than me i'd probably like, be dead a lot of pounds oh i mean yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't think i'd be functioning i don't i don't think i'd be able to like circulate the blood in my system i think i'd be a little too weak for that but i think i gained a, p- a couple pounds in the past week. really what have you yeah did you just like do you have a bm brewing <laughs> No, my my poos have been quite nice lately. Oh, have they? So out of ten, you're giving them like a nine, nine point eight. 
Yeah, like a 9.8. They've been pretty nice. I, well, I think I'm on some different meds and they're, I have to eat with them. Oh. And I'm afraid of the of not eating with them <laughs> because they're like, it may not work. Okay. And I'm like, oh shit, you got to fucking eat. So I like gorge myself with it. Well, good. Go to, I feel like every time you have to take medication, you should just go to Sonic and just like hide it in a fucking like slush or whatever. Sonic is so good, man. I know. They have some good deals lately, too. Uh, fuck. I still wish I had a Sonic here in Missoula, but we have a Popeyes coming. So I've been to a Popeyes once and I, I, I it was in an airport. It was it was all right. It has chicken. I don't know. I like chicken. It's something new. You guys, nothing comes up here in Montana. It's like people can't survive. So anyways. Well, good. Right. Um, I actually have I, I want to report on that Popeyes when it comes to time. I will have to I'll do a live spot on the podcast I'll report live from the Popeyes record yeah record that week's episode from the Popeyes yeah well, just like the whole hour I'm just gonna set up my studio in the Popeyes mm-hmm. in like in front of interview the people who work there I want to know about their lives right I want to like it, it this could be like an NPR skit like you know who are you what is Popeyes it's so good. I always get it confused with churches, though. I think we've talked about churches. Yeah, we don't. I don't think I've ever had churches, but it's like delicious. But the restaurants themselves are disgusting. I mean, that's kind of how KFC is here. Like, you don't really yeah. want to walk inside, but like, you could do yeah. the drive-through. I don't know. It's whatever. Anyway, you have a story. I do have a story. So, um, there's a song that came out today by Mito Atsume. Oh, not Atsume. Natsume with an N. Um, and she is a new-ish, quote, J-pop performer, end quote. Um, and we talked about her before. I know that you know her. She is the bitch that did the song about the goddamn bangs and the haircut and the whatever. You know that bitch? Who? Like, she had a music video and it was, a it was like, the whole song was about her bangs. Like, obviously, it's in Japanese. Is she the Raven one? Uh, I think so. I don't know. I thought the hmm. whatever. Anyway, um. Well, she is. She's working with like Yasutaka, whatever Nakata, whatever the fuck. Um. How do you spell her name? Um. N a t s u m e m i t o Mito Natsume. I'm sure you would totally N-I-T-O. recognize her if you saw her. But she. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, her. that bitch. Well, she's like not a singer. She's like kind of in the catty realm of J-pop, where she was like, right. She went to fashion school. She's a product. Yeah, she's an, a, basically like a J-pop idol, like an idol. Is right. Definitely the word to describe her. But um, her first, I mean, I the first single off of her new EP came out. Um, well, I, I guess the music video came out today, and so then someone ripped the audio from the music video, and so now everyone has it on Tumblr or whatever. Um, and it's called um, I'll Do My Best. And oh, that's a that sounds like a very Japanese title. And it's it's all in lowercase, too. So is the B side called My Parents Are Disappointed <laughs> in Me? <laughs> I, no, I think like the B side just called like dog with two dots and then a tilde. <laughs> Instrumental uh, version. I honestly can't even tell if you're joking. Right. That's how fucked up. <laughs> Japanese music industry, man. It's so weird. But um So is the, it a good song? You know, I actually really like it. The the rest of Tumblr is kind of like shitting all over her. And I'm sure the entire world was shitting all over Kyari when she was starting to do stuff. 
and they're just like, oh, she has no talent. She's just a fashion, blah, blah, blah. They're just like using her, whatever. Um, Because that's exactly what happened with Carrie. And now see where she is. She's like, OMG, Totes famous. And people don't really care that she can't really sing. Um, But this girl, Natsume Mito or Mito Natsume or whatever, she plays the guitar and um, she did a live version of this single um, on some sort of like Japanese television over the past week. And uh, they put it online and she's actually singing like I've never it's been a long time since I've heard like a Japanese artist actually sing live. It, can you tell that she's actually singing or is it like she's saying, is this like Beyonce national anthem, like a Obama's whatever I mean, sort of situation? I mean, you could definitely hear like her breathing into the mic. So, oh, OK, then that's a pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty I mean, she, she had backup vocals like she had her backup track was going or whatever. And, you know, so it was it was good. But I interesting. Well, good for her. Yeah. Was it good, though? Well, the, it was good. Yeah, I, I thought that the performance was really good and I really liked the single. A lot of people are comparing it to laser beam by perfume because like some of the like as someone who you know kind of went to music college and whatever and kind of analyzing it critically it doesn't sound like laser beam at all it's completely different um it just that like some of the rhythms in the instrumental are similar to some of the rhythms in um laser beam but people on tumblr just want to shit all over someone you know every chance they goddamn get and so um they're saying oh this sounds like laser beam like you know nakata's fucking recycling is old shit and whatever anyways so um i just well there you have the, it the, from a professional from a professional phd <laughs> in musicology P- sam ravioli everybody phd in j-pop it's me sam ravioli here with a really sure. really great news story but um i think that everyone should keep a lookout for her because she could she could be the new caddy she's like kawaii and her music videos are like a weird like caddies, but in a completely different way. Um, and she looks cute. So and she can actually sing. So she has a one up on caddy for that one. So there you go. Well, Me too, not so well. Man. Why is this not your favorite thing? Um, because I have a way better favorite thing. So. Oh, wow. I'm, I don't want to one well, up then, myself like before we get to favorite things. Like I'll have to check it out after we record. this, well, and then I'll give my Ph.D analysis in the next episode you're like you know you're totally incredible perfect review of this song just like yours always are yeah. i mean yeah i'm i am a professional mm-hmm. i am a pro there yeah sure so um <laughs> wow is it is the music video like crazy too um it's like it's so the music video is uh in the style of stop motion like cut out characters out of paper Oh, that's it's cute. really cute. Like aesthetically, I think it's really pleasing. But yeah, I'll send it to you after we're done. And uh, it's called. Okay. So if anyone wants to look it up, it, when I was uh, watching it earlier, it was um, exclusive only in Japan. It was on YouTube, but like it was region blocked. So I had to use a proxy to go through and say, oh, I, I'm in Tokyo, even though I'm not. Um, but it's called I'll Do My what? Best by Mito, Mito Natsume. I can't even, you know, she's new. I don't remember people's names. But there you go. Look it up. It's cute. Whatever. Ta-da. Well, to take a 180. Oh, my God. Let's talk about abortion. Oh, my God. <laughs> if, Have you seen what's going down in Sweden? Um, No. All I know is that I would, if I could have an abortion, I would have an abortion in front of every Republican candidate because I just want to make them angry. That's the type of person okay. I am. Well... <laughs> But what's happening in Sweden? <laughs> uh, okay, so there's some there's apparently something going on in Sweden where they're talking about 
um, men should have the right to abort responsibility for an unborn child. So what does this mean? Okay, so I'm just going to, this is on Washington Post, so I'm assuming it's like soups legit. Totes legit. Uh, I'm just going to read little snippets. Sweden may well have, let's see, blah, blah, blah. One recent poll found that 84% of the country supports a woman's right to have an abortion, yet a proposal from a Swedish group to offer men the right to a legal abortion of an unborn child has not been met with enthusiasm. Mm. So it says, uh, proposed by a regional branch of the youth wing of the centrist liberal party. I don't know anything about Swedish liberal parties. Me neither. Um, says it would allow a potential father to legally abdicate his responsibility toward the child up to the 18th week of a woman's pregnancy. Interesting. The man would lose, he would lose all rights to visit the child, but also would not have to pay any child support that he may otherwise be required to contribute. Interesting. So is this like law or is this like proposed legislation? I think it's a proposal, but it's interesting because you never think about, well, I guess people do think about it, but it's weird when you think of like pro-life and pro-choice and whatever, mm -hmm. you, it's, it's always towards the woman. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because you always, I don't really know the rules in the USA. Like if you have a child mm -hmm. and you're a woman what makes the man have responsibility for it like does he become responsible when you put his name on the birth certificate and does he have a say in if you put his name on the birth certificate and yeah like but if he like like i never thought about it and so i really don't know the rules well, but i think this is interesting yeah that is really interesting i guess i never really thought about like how much is the man that got the girl pregnant involved and like does he have any involvement in her decision legally to get an abortion in the right. United States? Um, what do you think about it? I don't know. Because I know what I think. I It says this proposal's not popular or something, but I think it's, I think it's valid in a way. Yeah? Like, yeah, because I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like if, if you can have, the right so first of all i am like pro choice whatever mm -hmm. um but i and obviously i'm never gonna have this issue right that, i'm never gonna that, that's what i always come back to and pregnant. i actually have a relating story after this that'll kind of bridge into but continue but i'm always but now i'm like yeah maybe the man should also decide like i don't want to have anything to do with this pregnancy as well yeah like if he can i don't know yeah i don't know i that's a very that's a very comp. I mean, none of this shit is ever simple, right? It's there's right. there's and always I'm sure nuances. Every, every situation is different. Whatever. I don't know. I'll have to look into it, but I have no idea what to think. I'm. Oh God, it's crazy. That's weird. I, I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, and I I get what you're saying is just like you know the man. Yeah, like what? Well, I, I mean, know. it's like the the woman is getting to decide whether or not to have responsibility. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I guess that's an interesting way of putting it. Responsibility, yeah. you know? And so I don't know. I feel like the guy should have the same choice. I'm not one of those crazy, like, white men's rights people. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <What>? MRA? <laughs> men's rights advocates or whatever? Oh, my God. I saw this video this week of just, like, this. This is so horrible. This is so problematic. But it was just my first reaction to the video. There was just like this jock dude, bro, straight white guy. And he was like, just follow your dreams, y'all. It's so easy. Just follow your <laughs> dreams. And I was like, you just, I just want to suffocate you with a pillow. 
nothing's worse than like really really privileged people who don't understand that they have like their extreme privilege in the world right absolutely we're very privileged oh yeah like i have it so easy compared to so many people like it's you know it's fucking mind-blowing speaking of someone who also has a lot of privilege Lindsay lohan Mm, close they're kind of the same person caitlin jenner oh i read an article about her this week oh my god what did you read about her uh, let's see. The title of the article was How Caitlyn Jenner Went from Icon to Outcast. Ooh, that's harsh. <laughs> Yikes, girl. It's pretty harsh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you what are you getting into? Um, so I am Kate season two is back. Yes, they renewed I am Kate for right. a season two. Um it gets like less views than like a lot of YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. I it, don't understand. I don't I was really surprised that they actually like I enjoyed season one because it was a fuck it's like it's like watching a baby learn how to crawl on fiery hot coals you know it's like right. they're trying but it's like really hard to watch but you kind of still want to watch that sort of thing she just keeps talking about ted cruz doesn't she you know maybe she has a thing for ted cruz like maybe I, didn't she say something like i i want to talk to ted cruz about like trans trans, trans issues or something right or something and i was like and he i don't think his people ever commented back i mean you know i don't think and it's like what do you think he's gonna i mean what what does the zodiac killer actually think about (laughs) trans people like this is a real issue which one ted cruz is he's not the hot one marco rubio is like the decent yeah marco rubio is the decent one and i'm and i'm sorry to say that he actually dropped out of the race a couple hours ago what yeah that guy did you see that guy who won ohio um yeah Kasich, john Kasich, chopped in people i'd never seen before in my entire life he's actually one of the more moderate republicans in the race right now We're, that's what my dad was telling me yeah um joe and i are recording this on super tuesday this week and so republican democratic political shit is happening currently i was watching some of it earlier but anyways i political shit doesn't matter we're talking about caitlin jenner and, right go yeah on, but we have to get to the real issues here obviously um so i watched the first episode of i am kate and um they're going on like a fucking road trip to like you know talk to trans kids or something like trying to be good in the community and it's kate and all of the like you know more seasoned trans people around like on this bus it's not just kate going by herself it's like kate and her trans entourage to kind of like put her in her place when she gets out of line it like veers out of her fucking lane because god knows right. she veers out of her lane all the time um so there's this scene where they were talking about um the t word like in i'm gonna say this just to say it the word tranny right in the trans community and um one of the the trans i don't want to say trans woman because they don't identify as a woman one of those one of the trans people on the bus identifies as gender queer and is older and um they were saying that back in the day um the trans community kind of used that word as a term of endearment and this isn't coming from me this is just coming from her and then on the other side of the spectrum um jenny i can't remember her last name but she's like a trans author who's like not nearly as old as this other one um she was talking about how that she was verbally uh, abused with the word and stuff like that and so they're going back and forth about this conversation about this word and i'm just like oh my god like this is like 
it's so interesting because the gay community has this conversation about the word like faggot all the time um right. and it's so nice to like not be fucking involved in this like this is a trans issue and i'm just like <laughs> sitting back with my popcorn because like i like i wow it's so nice because it's like when i think about like the gay community and like that word and stuff like that it's so fucking complicated and it gets wrapped around my head but i have no fucking say in the trans community and how they use that word right. and so like i don't have to worry about it i can just enjoy them arguing about it and just like listen right my yeah i that is interesting my understanding mm -hmm. of the t word is that we're not supposed to use it because it's used in like fetish porn yeah i've I, i've also heard of that too but i don't what do you think about the f word because i guess that's the one that we are supposed to have a strong stance on yeah we're we're way more closely connected with that word relative than like right. that, the t word um, I don't know. I've kind of I veered in and out of it as I've matured. I definitely used it more when I was like, you know, 18, 19. I definitely like I wouldn't. It's a, it's a term that I sparingly use around close friends because I have a really right. um, weird sense of humor and it's self-deprecating. And it's 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 fine. to. Be, I, I don't know. Really think it's fine to be vulgar around really close friends. Yeah, exactly. Who know that you're like, like not being for real. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But yeah, I I I see what you're saying. I hate the word because it was like, I don't care if close friends use it around me. Yeah. But like it's only ever been used at me when I felt like my life was in danger. Yeah, somehow. exactly. And that that's like when I was about to get beat up or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and as a person who like, that's definitely happened to me before, but I don't think that it, it affected me nearly as much or people didn't, you know, call me a faggot very often. And so I never, or I was never like beat up and that it, I, it's not a trigger for me. But growing up, I, I realized that it's not all about me and, like, there's other people around. What? It's not all about I know, fucking, I know. Flashback. <laughs> E-call 911 over here. 19-year-old Sam Ravioli it's, was in the center of the universe? I know. Shocking. But the thing is, is, like, you hear about other people's stories and, you know, you hear about yeah. people throwing that word at people when they're getting tied to the fucking flagpole or when they're, you know, getting embarrassed in school or getting beat up or getting dragged out of their house and that sort of thing and it's it's this you know you have to when you grow up you become sensitive to other people's stories because you realize that other people have had experiences that are completely different to yours and you have to respect that you know i always hate it when people say things like oh we're taking the word back i and, and i like, I, I, don't, use... I don't want to have that word yeah. i don't want ownership of that word the word has been nothing but harmful to me and i don't like it's so easier it's so much easier to say to not say it exactly <laughs> do you know what i mean uh -huh. like we we just not say it it just really irritates me when people want to like take back words take back the word like, and like like words hurt people like people act like you know psychological damage is, is also real physical damage <laughs> yeah we like both know that exactly like it's it's not a thing to just brush aside mm -hmm. like and it causes physical damage and i don't know i just whenever i see it i see it on people's like twitter profiles a lot mm -hmm. Anna, you just immediately sort of, I don't know, I I don't I don't like to judge a person like out on first impressions of like a fucking Twitter bio or something. Yeah. But it's like I immediately am like, oh. Well, like, yeah, it it has a, a definite, very powerful reaction when you see that because you you associate right. it with things in your life, obviously, as people do with everything. 
Um, but it's interesting because when I was younger, I was like, I want to take the word back, like blah, blah, blah. When I was like first coming out of the closet and I was like, I'm a queer little gay boy and I, you know, fuck the world and blah, blah, I blah. Like most people who say that haven't had it used against them. Exactly. Like in- as strong as ways. I don't know everybody's situation, but that's what it seems like. Yeah, and that's what I I realized over time is that like I had it pretty easy because I never got, you know, yelled a fag and then, you know, beat up or punched in the face or hospitalized or fucking killed. And realizing that that has happened to other people definitely like widened my fucking worldview. So I'm like, oh, like I'm not going to say this in public. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to offend people. Like there's no good reason for me to like be shouting this word at people like willy nilly and using it as fucking MSG on all of the words that I have, you know, so whatever. What an interesting analogy. Right. MSG. Oh, my God. I love MSG. Have I talked about MSG? Did I talk about we, MSG a while we ago? We talked about it like whenever your favorite thing was miso paste or whatever. <sighs> oh, speaking of which, thanks, everyone. Award winning favorite thing. Honestly. OK, so <laughs> I apparently <laughs> apparently I pronounced it miso with a Z because I'm, you know, a white instead of miso. So I what excuse me. Cultural appropriating beyond Burn me are. at the fucking state. <laughs> I am sorry. I will have an announcement. How dare you mispronounce something that's not your native language. Right, it, Fuck you, Sam Ravioli. I know. You're going straight to hell. Every, I'm going to have to have a press conference tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to have PR fucking damage control up the ass for weeks. I will call our lawyer in. Our lawyer is just you in another wig. <laughs> I just ordered another wig online. Oh my so god! Maybe I can. What color? We're about to have a legal team, Sam. Oh my god! It's just like you. It's, <laughs> it's all you. It's you with different degrees. That's what it is. <laughs> oh my god! What if each degree was like its own persona? I mean, multiple personalities is a serious thing, Joe. So you might want to go get yourself yeah. checked out. <laughs> I may not want to appropriate that. Um. Okay. Whatever. But yeah. So, um, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Hey, what's up? I don't know. Interesting. We had a huge long conversation about Caitlyn Jenner um, when I Am Kate first came out, like like a year ago or whatever. And so what do you what are your thoughts about her? Okay, this is something I I don't usually talk about online. I usually steer very, very clear of like politics and anything like that. Rightfully so. What do you what do you really think about Caitlyn being or claiming to be a Republican and how she must make those views coincide with what she believes or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, don't like know. how is, how, how could she be a Republican in her situation? Right. Um, I think it's, I think that every time she says that she's flashing her privilege, she doesn't understand. Like she is, she's still a deer in the fucking headlights when it comes to trans issues. I'm not saying that that's an excuse. I'm just stating that it's a fact that like, you know, it's only been what less than a year since she came out as trans and has started this transition. I don't even even remember. It hasn't been a long time regardless. Um, And before she was a, you know, or passing as a cisgendered straight white male that was rich living in Hollywood. So you have all of these privileged things happening and who do the Republicans, you know, love the privileged. It's for the privileged people. You know, it's, it definitely benefits the privileged more and more and more. And so Caitlin doesn't really understand how, you know, Republicans and how the Republicans have acted towards minorities, towards people of color, towards the LGBT community. She is in enveloped in this veil of privilege that is still on her, even though that she's transitioned. 
and people are trying to fucking pull the veil off and she's like no no it's just lies it's like whatever she's she's very very ignorant and super super stubborn about it and um i don't know i i guess what i was talking about last time when we talked about caitlin jenner and it was right after she came out and i am kate season one and blah 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 is i said give her some time because not everyone's how going to get time? everything right how much time and, before and, we're like and that that's the thing that i'm going to get to is like we're like shut up honey it's like it's like the clock's ticking and um your representation of the trans community and um how much time do we have to give you that's the sort of thing and i don't know i think she must have some crazy reasoning going on in her head if she thinks the current republican party will accept her well i i think that it. you know i don't know i think that yeah. i think that i'm not saying you know that's putting like the majority of republicans in a box and i know there are republicans who would accept her viewpoint but the vast majority don't that is a right fact. that's not something the republican party like supports yeah right now. no it's, it's not something so they care about weird. it's like very wishful thinking to me and i don't know i don't know man well another side she, i think she's fabulous but she kind of reminds me of like your grandma who like still uses the n-word oh yeah like you, you know what i mean cute racist grandmas <laughs> like who, who won't change oh yeah. yeah totally also if anyone says like if okay i'm just really quick tangent if anyone in your family is like oh like you don't have to correct grandpa like you know he hates black people because he's old and he was born in a different time that is no fucking excuse honey like an old dog can, can new learn new tricks as I have a stroke on the podcast. You almost, ha you uh, almost uh, had one of your uh, like new signature uh, sayings. Oh my God. An old dog can trick a goat. <laughs> Sam Ravioli, 2016. <laughs> that old dog tricked that goat. Hit the hammer on the head there. It hit the hammer on the head. <laughs> Cup of fresh air. <sighs> All you need, just give old grandpa a cup of fresh air. Where's my soundboard? Where's my official <laughs> The Show Sam and Joe soundboard with all this stupid fucking shit that I've said over the past, like, what is this, 89 episodes? Like, good God. Oh, all of this being said, mm -hmm. I know that we all have, like, our own journey in life, oh, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And I don't know where caitlin's been or where she's trying to go or, exactly you know, whatever so i try not to i i try not to judge <laughs> like the things that come out of her mouth uh -huh. too much but it's hard yeah how long can it's you hard stay? when you see yeah it's hard when you see it like not doing good yeah exactly i, I, I think she's doing good yeah but it's it's becoming it's convoluted yeah definitely i i, I guess the last thing that i kind of am curious about is i'm wondering if caitlin is if caitlin understands the republicans and their viewpoints and she's but she's just like not putting her transness in a sort of priority position like she doesn't think it's that big of a deal or she doesn't think that it's it's a, you know an issue that needs to be addressed right now because i can remember very very you know not too long ago one or two years ago before gay marriage was legalized across the entire united states via the supreme court i was kind of like i mean i don't really know like maybe it should be up to the states to decide because i didn't really like i didn't think that i was a priority like i thought that uh, being gay was like whatever like there's more important things like no bitch you're fucking important this is an important issue like put yourself forward you matter that sort of situation right so i don't know maybe caitlin's like not thinking that 
she matters or like the trans community matters or something like that. I don't know. Who knows? I would love to have Caitlin on the show. Um, Caitlin, this is your open invitation. (laughs) If this ever gets around to you, come on the show. We can talk about all these things. Kiki. You can drag us into the ground because you just look up all the problematic things we've said as well. Oh, my God. I would love to have Caitlin on the show. Right. Exactly. She just I would love to have a trans person on the show. Right. I would like to know what they think about the Caitlin. Yeah. About the situation. Because like, obviously, like, you know, we aren't trans people like we're we our opinion only matters so much. Like it doesn't really, really matter at all. We aren't really part of that community. So a person that's within that community, I feel like has, you know, much, a much more educated opinion on Caitlyn Jenner. But, you know, everyone has their opinions. Like, they're all like assholes, like whatever. But So I'm ready to surprise you. Oh, my God, I'm ready. You know what I'm really excited to talk about? What? Drag Race. What? Because I watched both of the episodes of this season. What? And I have opinions. <gasps> Okay, that hold, I can share with you. Hold the fucking phone. Joseph <laughs> motherfucking Birdsong is getting gayer than he already is. <laughs> Guess who made me? Well, the, it was, Chris told it was me Chris. not to. Chris told me not to like say that he forced me to watch it. We'll just say he like strongly persuaded me until I broke down and watched the first episode. We, me, uh, Chris, and Elliot watched the first episode together, and we watched the second one together today. Okay, so um, I, I guess the first thing that I'm going to ask you is, how much of the drag terminology did you already know, and how much did you not know, like, percentage-wise? I think it's fairly easy to figure out. Yeah. I feel like I understand. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like, honestly, there's that much... Or maybe it's just because drag terminology, I guess, is mainstream now. And so it yeah. there hasn't been anything I haven't understood that I haven't heard out in the world. Okay. Um, but I definitely have strong opinions about the contestants. Well, and I think I, I saw you shading one of my favorites on Twitter the other day. Um, and so I think that you are going to get dragged. Oh, my God. Drag me to <laughs> hell, Henny. I am ready for this. So here are my favey faves. Okay. Um, I really like Kim Chi. Uh-huh. She is hands down my favorite. Uh-huh. Uh, I know that she is not the best at like lip syncing and walking or whatever. Yeah. But like, I just think she needs to be a model and she needs to just have pictorials everywhere. She's like living art. And she's nice. All, okay, she's so, so all the sweet. ones that I like... All the ones that I like are nice. Yeah. Like, I cannot stand it. I just can't... I have zero tolerance for mean people. So I really dislike acid Betty. oh girl same like i cannot stand her hate her i just i don't like people with that attitude mm-hmm. at all um i didn't really like thor g thor the first episode but i liked her a lot in this latest episode mm-hmm. i think she's become one of my favorites Ooh. i like Derek. oh really yes i i don't i think that she is like a coaster i don't think <laughs> she will like n- not like a coaster on a table, I just but that she's like Derek's face on a coaster <laughs> on a table. I think she will like get kind of far, mm-hmm. just on just like by not being the worst and not being the best. I feel like you're. I feel like you're definitely onto something with that. But I, I, I like that she's nice. She seems very nice. Yeah, and that's what it draws me to her. And also the Britney. Oh, the Britney, though. Like, even when she wasn't Britney on her uh, runway walk or whatever this week, mm-hmm. I thought she still she just still reminded me of Britney so much. Exactly. It's and crazy. that's kind of why I, I'm like, eh, with Derek Barry, because, like, 
there's a there's drag like there's different types of drag and whatever um but on drag race like you're supposed to definitely come out of your comfort zone and i want to see i I don't want to see britney and derek for like one week right. like i i, I want to see something completely different from derek barry i don't know if it's possible because i feel like every like that's just how she looks yeah like she, she really looks like looks like, like britney, britney. <laughs> it is and even the mannerisms it's so weird yeah. i love it um, but I, my favorite part of this recent episode was when they were all getting judged mm-hmm. and, uh, acid Betty said was like sassing one of the judges or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Thorgy Thor also got like suggestions and she was like, okay, I'll take your suggestions as like a, a bitchy thing to yeah. acid Betty. Yeah. It cracked me up. Well, um, yeah, there's a, oh my God. Drag this race is, is all just like, like a, an outsider's ex, like perspective. Yeah, and I think that's really like, good because like I know way too much about the ins and outs of Drag Race and like the fucking contestants and like I'm on the subreddit and I follow the queens on social media. Like I like Drag Race is elbow deep fisted in me and it has been since like season four. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. If you could pick a top like the top three queens that you see making it to the end, what would those three queens be? Kim Chi. I hope she improves, mm-hmm. and I think she will. It seems like Rue really likes her. Yeah. Um, I think Bob, the drag queen, mm-hmm. will get far. I don't know. I don't know about my top three. I think Thorgy Thor will get far. Yeah. I think it's kind of a toss-up between her and Acid Betty. Yeah. I feel like Acid Betty will stick around. Yeah, Acid Betty is, she is... But there are some that are just wrecks. I know, right? Like, girl. Like the one who left this week, Mm. I was like, girl. Uh Uh-huh, right. Get it together. Get it together. Well, uh, so I guess uh, my question for you is, are you going to continue watching? Do you enjoy it? Do you like it? I think I'm invested (gasps) in this season. I also watched... The Untucked. Oh, afterward. The Untucked is where the real tea is. And this, the Untucked this season it. is really good because um, Untucked is traditionally really, really contrived and edited and like really like bitchy and catty and like not very fun. But the contestants this year are actually like really heartfelt and they definitely seem really genuine. Like the first Untucked, um, the girls that were in the back were just like giving each other decent critiques. Like we've never seen that in an Untucked of them like, you know, giving each other constructive criticism. Like that isn't a thing that has happened in, in Untucked before. And so it was I'm nice to it. see them like nice. Right. And to see like that some of the things that happened on stage like didn't affect them. Yeah. Like like they were still civil to each other. Mm-hmm. Who is the um who's the Puerto Rican one? Um Cynthia Lee Fontaine? No, she's I like her too. Is that her? Well she, wait, Cynthia Lee Cynthia Lee Fontaine's from Puerto Rico, but she lives in Austin, Texas. Okay. I don't know. The one who like won the cha cha challenge or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. With with her cuckoo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Cynthia Lee <laughs> I like Fontaine. Her too. She's she fucking insane. I'm liking mm-hmm. her a lot. She seems really nice too. I I'm mostly judging them on like how nice they are. Well, that, but then, that's then, really then I important. rank the niceness by like it is really important because I've when I um I interviewed the for the big gay radio show, um, that um I don't even remember her name, but she won the first ever Miss whatever. <laughs> so Obviously, it was really important. Already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was the very first episode. It was like a whirlwind. Uh, remember that. when you had a radio show? <laughs> 
anyway, talk about a triggering moment. Particularly, I'm, I like the reason I don't remember her name is because I blocked out that entire radio. <laughs> That's show. like me I'm in sorry. middle school. It's gone. It's not even in the <laughs> register anymore. But I remember asking her about like, um, like I guess drag is perceived as a very catty thing. Mm-hmm. Like you. Like, that's how most of the general public perceives it. Because you see these shows like RuPaul's Drag Race. And, of course, all of the teasers are everyone being catty to each other. Yeah. And I remember interviewing her and asking her if it was like that. And she was like, no, not at all. Like, we were all very supportive of each other. And it was really great. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's, like, what I wanted to hear. Yeah, that's And yeah, it was nice to true. see. It was nice to see that on the show as well. Well, good. Well, it is a rarity. If you do, if you get so invested by the end of the season or if you need more and you start watching the past seasons, girl, there is some fucking drama that happens. Like the the first two episodes of this season are probably some of the best like beginning episodes of a season that I've seen in a long time. I didn't like the past season. Season seven was not my favorite. And so they really fixed it. I feel like with this season, but I'm so excited that you're fucking watching Drag Race. That's incredible. So who who are your favorites? Um, my favorites totally Kimchi. I've been following Kimchi for like a year or so. Um, her Instagram is absolutely insane. She's like walking art. She's like a performance piece all the time. And then she has a separate Instagram account because she's like fucking obsessed with food. She loves food so much, and she has a separate Instagram account for everything that she eats. She like takes pictures, and they're like, she's everything I want in a queen. Absolutely beautiful and eats a fuckload. So I think she's probably my number one. I really like Bob the Drag Queen because I I love me a comedy queen that can work, that also can make a garment. Like that is important to me. And then third, I'm really liking Naomi Smalls, the one with the legs, like the legs up to her asshole. Oh, yeah. Her legs are crazy. Crazy. Um, Because like. When I first saw her in the previews, I was like, oh, she's going to be a bitch, you know, because like she has, you know, she's like a monotone voice. Like I'm from the valley in, you know, California, like don't mess with me, bitch, that sort of thing. But she's actually been really nice and and she's kind of quiet, too. Um, but her runway walk, like her runway this week with like the black dress and like the bob hair was I I was dying. It's one of my favorite runway looks probably of all of Drag Race because her legs are literally so perfect i just want to chop them off and eat them but i think that's, i feel like that's she's relying three. on her legs though yeah i feel like she is too but like girl those legs mm. yeah they are amazing they're really great legs well i'm excited because now we can both talk about drag race every podcast and then annoy so the fuck out of get, everyone you'll get like an insider's opinion and you'll get like an outsider's opinion. a newbie's opinion and i think those mm-hmm. are totally like great ways to kind of look at something objectively because like i am super biased about drag race because i've been immersed in it so long and you're just like well i'm new here and here's just what i think and it's Mm -hmm. it's totally perfect oh my god i'm so excited for you oh my god thanks yeah i figured i could bring something to the table finally oh finally brought something for thanksgiving so you're ready for our favorite things um i think so i'm ready these are a few of our favorite things um so john yeah. Oh, what's your favorite thing? It out. My favorite thing is a movie. Oh, <laughs> great! My favorite is thing your, is your orgasm sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I see. Um. Okay. Yeah. So it's a movie I've been watching a lot recently. I've I saw it uh, way back, like when it first came out, and it I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't. I it was. It's on Netflix now, and and it's very quickly become one of my favey fave movies. I probably 
There was like three days in a row. I watched it all three days. I could never do um, that. Oh my god! And some people really hate this movie. It's Amelie. I you know, love it's Amelie. The movie. I love it too. And it's so good. I, a lot of people don't. They, you know, it's one of those people don't like quirky yeah. girls. It's for, definitely like quirky know. girl sort of right. Thing. But it just makes me so happy, and I've been watching it a whole lot, and especially now that I've been, uh, I'm trying to practice French. Oh yeah, that's it's nice right. To hear it. Um, so yeah, that's it. Oh. And also, I'm obsessed with the guy in the movie. Oh, he's, he's so, so cute. Hot. He's so hot. He's still super hot. I looked up pictures of him. Oh, didn't you Snapchat the scene where he like he kisses the back of her neck? Um, my God, it is like so orgasmic when he like brushes his nose like against her chin. Right. And just, like just literally fuck me. <laughs> literally fuck me. It's so fucking hot. I don't know. I want to know if that's like a thing, too. If any of our French listeners, they do this kiss mm-hmm. where they kiss in three spots on each other. And it's like. The lip, like not the lips, but like a little above the lip, mm-hmm. the neck, and then like above the eye, like the eyebrow. And I'm like, is this a thing that I don't know? It's like, is this a cultural thing? But it's very interesting. Huh. It's very sensual. Well, I, I, I have a, a little something about that. I have been kissing someone recently. And oh, here we go. Here's one of Sam's stories. Here's one of my stories. And um, <laughs> I don't know, like, I if how would you describe yourself as a kisser? Like, are you like, like going for the kill or are you like sensual or like? How do you kiss? Definitely more sensual, mm-hmm. unless it's like a stranger and we're just like having sex. Yeah, then it's like, like don't then touch I my don't. lips. Well, <laughs> then we kiss, but it's like it's like heavy. Yeah, kissing yeah. if if we kiss at all, and mm-hmm. then it's like whatever. But if it if I'm with somebody, yeah, then it would be like a sensual kiss. Because like I've definitely like I don't think I've kissed someone on the back of the neck like that. Because like that's incredible. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I definitely go for like, like the neck and like behind the ear and stuff like that. Like, not like sucking, just like like little kisses. I don't know. It's a. Have I, you ever given anyone a hickey or gotten a hickey yourself? Um, I've never gotten a hickey nor given anyone a hickey because I'm not a bad kisser. So uh, I've given someone a hickey. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. On purpose. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it was on purpose. Like, the only times, like, I have friends who've gotten hit. They were just, like, really into necks. Oh, really? That's what they were, and they were just Like, vampires? Like, I guess. I the, don't the friends know. that I have who, like, like, I had a friend recently who had, so trashy. had some hickeys on her neck, and um, the guy that she was with, like, did them on purpose, because he's, he's like, I, I'm gonna give you a hickey. Like, I'm, I'm gonna fuck up the rest of your week. Like, kind of, like, fun, <laughs> funny sort of thing. So he, he did that. But I don't think I've ever, like... I've never gotten one. No, they're me trashy. They like are. they are. They're very like high school. I feel like yes, very. I feel like because that's why what I think is like when I see a hickey, I'm just like you aren't good at kissing. You're just like trying to suck the blood out of me. Like no, I don't think it, that. I don't think not good at kissing. I think like immature. I yeah, guess. okay. I don't know. I like, got you. Yeah, like doesn't know how to control your lips or I don't know what I think. I don't know. It's such a weird thing. You are literally sucking someone until their blood vessels burst. I know. I, I don't want to think about it. Strange. <laughs> well, I, I'm a very sensual kisser, and I think Joe is too. So when you guys go to sleep tonight, just imagine us kissing the back of your neck and then sucking That's the blood out of you. So. so gross. I would literally be sucking the blood out of you so I could, like, maintain my youth. I mean, you'd be, yeah, you'd, you'd get any sort of nutrients from anyone anytime. <laughs> like, it's des- it's a desperate situation. But. If you see me coming at you with my mouth open, 
it's not a good thing. It's, no, no, not it is a not. Good sign. I need to uh, watch Emily. Or uh, how do you pronounce it, Emily? Emily. Emily. Uh, Emily. Hello, my name is Emily. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know that Emily was on the show this week. Hi, Emily. Oui, oui. Hello. I killed my father's gnome. I send it round the world. Put it on plane. <laughs> oh my god. I take picture in photo booth. You sound. <laughs> I don't even know what you sound like. You, you sound like like a little gnome. It's like sitting on my desk trying to communicate to me. That's I found what... this box behind my wall. <laughs> I feel like we need to do an episode with you just doing that. I work in cafe. <laughs> Hello, I work in accounting. Your mama Lee. Hello. Please kiss me, I am mama Lee. <laughs> anyway. Um, I haven't watched that movie in a couple years. I need to rewatch it. It's on Netflix, it. bro. Get it. Oh my god. I need to just like sit down with a It's just so of- good. It's very quickly become one of my top three favorite movies. Well, it got a bunch of like awards for a reason. It's a very good movie. Yeah. It got nominated in America. I don't think it won much. I mean, it wasn't in American, so uh, it didn't win. It didn't deserve to win because it was foreign. Let's be real. American awards are the only ones that matter. I mean, for real, honestly. Like, America's the only thing that matters, so. So what's your favorite thing? My favorite thing is. Is it food? It's another Japanese food. Okay. What is it? So last, well, it was a couple weeks ago. It was miso. Miso. Right. This week, it's unagi. Do you know what unagi is? Uh, yes. Unagi is eel. I think, is it is it freshwater eel or is it wild eel? I have no idea. I'm too white for this. Um, I've been like on an unagi kick over the past couple months. Like anytime I'm at a sushi place, I always get unagi, like an unagi roll or just like nigiri unagi on like some rice. I, I had unagi today, like, and... I just realized today that unagi is endangered and I should not be eating unagi as much as I am. So now I'm feeling guilty. But um So yeah. how many eels have you killed? I mean, like the ones that aren't in my ass or like the ones that are Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> have you not seen the video? Oh my god, there's a video on the internet of it's like some weird Japanese fetish porn and they're literally putting eels inside of a girl's vagina. I watched like electronics going butts like phones Ooh, oh yeah that's we talked about that didn't we yeah we did that's the those are, i'm not much into animals into butts well trust me i did not search this out surprisingly this was like when i was 14 and someone wanted to scar me but yeah top 10 porns that are your favorite that is it's, yeah definitely bookmarked you know it <laughs> i have a can of eel in the cabinet right now i mean pantry. why i don't know I just bought it at when I, I think I probably bought it in like San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. It's, it's like, like is it like pickled eel? I don't know. It's in like a can, like a tuna fish thing with a pop top. Oh, that does not lid. sound good, honey. Mm-mm. It's like good it, until like 20, 25 or something. Oh, I'm sure that so it's I'm like just 80% like, sawdust. I'm keeping it for like a rainy day. Oh my God. I wanted to try it. I was, me and my sister were going to try it and we didn't, we never did. Well, I guess my so unagi is usually prepared like it's it's grilled and then it has this like sweet soy sauce that's like grilled like it's on it. I don't know. It's it's really good. And it's like so warm are you really and sweet. tasting. 
Are you really tasting the eel or are you like tasting the seasoning? No, you definitely can taste the eel, but it's really subtle. But you it's mm. it's you it, you could definitely taste the eel, or at least you're supposed to. Um, and I love the taste of eel. I first had unagi um in actually Japantown in San Francisco many, many years ago with my dad. I was like probably 15 and we went on like a road trip to San Francisco because my dad's like, you're gay. San Francisco, let's go. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, I told my, I think we were going to the Redwood Forest and I told my dad, OK, I'll go with you if we go to San Francisco for a couple days. And so it was like, OK. Um, but we went to a, a Japanese restaurant like in Japantown and um, there was there were it was like for lunch. And so there was a little bento and I ordered unagi and I was like, the fuck is this? I'm a white boy from Montana that's like 14. I don't know what this is. And it was really good. And I still love it. And they're endangered and I'm eating it too much. So someone stop me, please. But I don't know if you know what I really want to eat. Me. eh, No. (laughs) Um, I really want. (laughs) Just had like a really repulsive reaction. I really want to eat one of those live octopuses oh i would totally that they do just, that like put in their mouth and then like suck the tentacles down and it's like wriggling outside mm-hmm. of your mouth i really want to try that i would do that once well i i know that like i've seen a video of them preparing that and some of the tentacles I like mean, what do you how do you prepare that you just like take it out of a fish tank don't you well yeah and like you, you cut some of the tentacles off, like you cut the tentacles off but they're still like moving and some of them that aren't moving you put soy sauce on and then they'll start like convulsing because of the salt oh. and that's where it's really at and then like the suckers like stick to the back of your throat and choke you it's it sounds like the dream honestly I want to try that I want to do that next time we meet up in a city that actually has culture we should totally do that totes so there you go. Favorite thing, unagi. I guess my question for you is, have you ever had grilled eel before? Like unagi specifically? I feel like I've tried eel. I don't know, think it was unagi. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember when or where. I, I just remember the taste of it. Did you not like it? I liked it, but I don't really like seafood in general. Like, yeah, like anything like that fishy comes out flavors. of the ocean. I just feel like I'm eating garbage because the ocean is so polluted and i just feel like i can feel like the lead settling into my you feel like that you're eating like a plastic bottle cap yeah i just feel like i'm eating everyone in the world's shit i mean that's pretty accurate like mixed in with some like toxic waste i mean isn't that i mean this is america so why should we be healthy but that is true that is true i should probably just eat more of it i'll have to try it there's a really good sushi place here well, so I would, I would recommend Unagi. It. It's cooked if you everyone has a fear of uncooked. Um, yeah, it's just it's cooked eel and it's usually prepared. It's grilled and it has this sweet soy sauce on it. And I think that the taste is really subtle and it's like warm and a little bit sweet because of the sauce. Um, I would totally recommend it. I absolutely love it and I can't get enough of it. So. I'll go for it. I'll let you know what I think. Oh, my God. Hit me up, girl. Toads. Well, good favorite things. Uh, yeah, very good favorite things. Um, we have one voicemail and one text this week, I believe. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, first is a voicemail from Mitchell. Mitchell in Florida, I believe. Yeah, so maybe I, I guess we're we're gonna find out. We'll play whoever's voicemail it is now. Hi, Sam and Joe. My name is Mitchell. I'm from Florida. Um, I've been a longtime watcher of Joe's videos from. I remember watching the video when Community Channel sent you a package when that first came out. Let's not, okay, enough about that. Um, my question is, 
I'm getting ready to move tomorrow, and I was wondering where in the world, if y'all had to move, where in the world would you move to? It can't be a place that you've lived before, and it has to be a place that actually has a population. I mean, we all want to live on a deserted island and be alone for the rest of our lives, but maybe when I retire. But if you had to move anywhere tomorrow, where would it be and why? Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you, Mitchell. I really enjoy this question. I feel like we've answered something similar, but I feel like every time we get a question like this, we're going to answer it. Well, yeah, and, and we never remember, like, I don't remember what the questions were last week, let alone six months ago. So, like, so I mean, true. we're, we're probably always going to have the same ones. Over. Yeah, we're always going to have a different answer because we're always like crazy. So I love also, this question so much. I've never really thought about it. And you've been around since that that community channel video was probably like 2007. That's crazy. That is crazy. It's so thank you for sticking around so long. And Joe <laughs> still has that uh, <laughs> Vegemite. I do. It's in my closet. <laughs> I still have the Vegemite that Natalie sent me from Australia. Still oh have God. it. Keep that forever, please, as a memento. It is probably molded. I tried it once, and then I was like, this is disgusting. And I never <laughs> opened it again. It was so gross. I'm Yeasty. sorry, Australians. I just, like, insulted your national food, whatever. I mean, a lot of people don't like it, so it's understandable. No. Um, so where would you live? Um. Oh, my God. I have two places. One that's more realistic than the other. Um. The goal of mine, and you probably can guess the first one, is I really, really, really want to live in Seattle. Like, I really like Seattle a lot, and I have a bunch of friends there, and I love the culture and whatever. And if you still lived there, I, we could, like, be roommates or whatever, but you are, you had your Seattle adventure. <laughs> and I'm an experiencer. Yeah, you are definitely an experiencer, but you can come visit me. I would me. go back. I would totally move back to Seattle. I, I don't know. There's something about it. It's just, it's, it's far enough away. It has, there's lots of people there. It's, like you know, urban. They need to make the bus lines a little bit better. Yeah, and then definitely. I would be on board. Um, and it, but it's not far enough away where it's like, when I was living in Boston, I was like 2,500 miles away from my family. And like, if something happened, there was an emergency, like it took all day to fly back. It takes an hour and a half to fly from Seattle to Missoula. Like it's nothing. Um, so yeah, Seattle is the more realistic option. But if it could be anywhere in the world with, like, no restrictions, Tokyo, Japan, hands down, I would love to live there. Holy shit. Right. I'd love to just experience it. Like, I wouldn't know what people are saying. I would be so flabbergasted, and I would be completely overwhelmed, but I would love every second of it, I feel like. Totes. What about you, Joe? Um, I think I would want to live in Paris. <gasps> oh my God. I'm, I'm on my French kick. So mm -hmm. I would, I would totally be Amelie. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I like that. So, and like my, my French online course is telling me like cultural things too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, people don't smile because it means different things there than, you know, in the fucking South where everybody smiles at each other. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds so nice. Uh, like, people I don't... who look angry and pissed off all the time. Exactly. I just, <laughs> that's what I want. I want people to just be to the point. I just really want that sort of culture. Um, and then I would also like to live in Tokyo. Right. That would be fun. Yeah. Uh. I like that. And I would, what I would really like, I would like to live in Paris, but with like a Tokyo style apartment. Oh my God. That would be nice. My, uh, the second place I lived in San Francisco was like an old, like Japanese house or something. Oh. And I really liked it. Like everything was like solid wood, not like shitty 
plywood and like drywall everywhere and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really loved it. It was a it was a gorgeous house that had been like lived into shit. So <laughs> it, I'm sure it was gorgeous in its heyday. But oh my that's god, that's what I would do. And that then we could so go good. to we could go to perfume concerts together. Oh no, we time. would be best friends with perfume. We would go like bowling with perfume and then go out for oh. like cocktails afterwards and we'd like be talking and we wouldn't know what they were saying because we don't speak Japanese and they they wouldn't know what we're saying because they barely speak English. It'd be great. I don't think I would want to be friends with Achan. <laughs> um what? She's, just, she's just way too happy for me. I yeah, would be she... like, don't you want to like go like drinking and like crying together yeah riley don't you want to talk about your problems like, i i want whatever antidepressant achan's on honestly that's so what true. i want to get my hands whatever on. keeps her so fucking perky whatever makes her like cry of happiness at every single fucking appearance i bet she's like actually clinically depressed like i bet that it's all it's all probably a facade <laughs> oh, Achan. Uh, i would definitely you. want to be friends with nochi though right oh my I god i think we get along and then i would love to go shopping with Kashi. Mm-hmm. Bangs. Bangs. Well, bangs. <laughs> well, good. Thank you guys so much for the wonderful voicemail and the text. Oh, wait. Did no, we, we read top 10 texts? Top 10 texts we haven't read yet. Top 10 um, texts. Uh, let me pull it up. Okay. okay. So this is from. I jumped the gun, everyone. Jacob in Indiana. Ooh, uh, Jacob how exotic. wants to know. So exotic. Jacob wants to know Hey, Sam and Joe, love the show. You two are literally angels. Thank you for all you Oh, my God. Thank you. My question for you guys is, have you ever been to Ikea slash your opinions on Ikea? If not, what store are you obsessed with? Jacob from Indiana. Um, wow. Well, thank you so much for this really, really um, very complicated yeah, it's question. Re- it's very specific. There's so many nuances <laughs> to this. Like, it's a very, like, I don't really know how to phrase it. Is it's, Ikea, like, slang for something these days that I'm not knowing? Does that mean, it's like... It's probably some fucking street drug. I don't know. Is that, like, the, a Cleveland steamer back in my day? Ooh, or, ooh, like girl. A <laughs> Urban Dictionary, <laughs> that, if you don't want to sleep at night. A Dirty Sanchez or something? I don't ooh. know. I don't know what you kids are into these days. We had it easy back in our day. People just pooped on our chests. We uh, called it a day. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, um, no, I am Amelie. I've been to <laughs> no. Please poop on my chest, sir. Please, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> you you sound like what Mario would sound like before he gets the super mushroom. Hello, I am Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Going to save the princess. Oh, uh, so what are your what are your thoughts on IKEA? Sam? I've been to IKEA once in my entire life, and it was what. Yeah, right? Crazy. Um, And it was south of Boston, and it was with my parents when they first moved me into my apartment in Boston when I lived there. We went to Ikea um, and got a bunch of stuff, like an Ikea bed and a bunch of, like, Ikea furniture and stuff because, like, we had to, like, we flew out there and rented a car. We didn't have anything. We had, I started from scratch when I was living in Boston. So we went to that Ikea, and we bought all of my stuff for my room in Boston. And uh, that's the one time that I've been to Ikea because there aren't any Ikeas in, like, the north. So. Right. There are the, I don't really know how dispersed they are. There's not one in Arkansas, which is unfortunate. I love them, though. Oh, my God. And I went all the time in Philly. That's where we got our whole bedroom set and stuff. And you could say that you went couch. all the time by Candy Coated now on iTunes and you Amazon. You could say that. That story, that song didn't exist then, but I would still Ding. say it at the time. I, you could say. 
you could say. Mm-hmm, you but could say. um, the bed fell apart, obviously, within the year. Oh, mine definitely fell apart. Like the floorboards or like the 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 slacks or whatever they're called. The they slats. like. Yeah, they, the, they cracked on me. Yeah, the wood beds there. Just I just don't like the wood beds. They aren't mm. good. But I have a metal bed frame from there as well that I love. My sister currently has it. Really? Um, right? I guess it's because, <laughs> you know, I don't need it. I'm at home. But mm. uh, the mattress, I hate it. All the mattresses I've ever gotten from there, I've gotten two from there, have been like the worst. Yeah, ever. they're not very good. No, the one I had in, I got my mattress in Seattle from there and I really enjoyed it. But oh. I like them. I like uh, I like Ikea more for decorations. Yes. And for like kitchen utensils and oh, stuff. Yeah. My pillow I got from there almost like actually killed me. Do you remember that pillow that I had in Seattle? Yeah, it was like... It was memory foam because my I have a memory foam here at home and it's my favorite pillow in the entire world. Mm-hmm. The one I got at Ikea had so much off gassing, which yeah. is like all of the chemicals like releasing their gases. I had to air it out for like a month before it was usable. Well, and I think even then it like gave me headaches. I'm pretty sure I definitely smelled it when I was there and it still smelled like chemicals. It smelled like the cat bag that you used to have. It was so horrible. It was so awful. Like, but that's what I imagine it smelled like. I would totes buy a pillow at Ikea again. I would, oh, I would totes, <laughs> I would go back. If I had, you know, an Ikea in my vicinity, I would totes go back in a heartbeat, but. The price is right there, is the all I gotta say. The price is right, and make sure to spay and neuter your pets. Yeah, totes. Wait, is that a different game Yourself. show? Yourself. Which, who was who the one? the price is right, yeah. Oh, that's that, okay. Barker. Okay. And now it's what's his name? Who? Drew Drew Barrymore or whatever. Drew, yeah, Drew. I wish Drew Barrymore. Hosted oh my god! That imagine show. I would love to go on a game show that she was hosting. He is so like, oh my god! Is that what you're guessing in the prices? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's me, Emily. Hello, it is me, Emily. Please Welcome to the, the prices, right? <laughs> <laughs> One dollar is your bid. Yes. Oh my wee god. Wee 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 wee. Well, do we have anything else to say or can I just no, like let it. you? I think I I'm going to go. I have to eat and I think Joe has to stick a fucking baguette up his ass or something. I don't know for French. <laughs> I'll probably go watch Amelie for like the fifth time this week. Oh my like god. Tuesday. Is this your new sleepless in Seattle? Um, top 10 movies I fucking hate Sam are you thinking of Lost in Translation oh yeah <laughs> no Lost in Translation is still my number one movie Sleepless in Seattle I absolutely hate it's wait so is ever. Tom Hanks in both of them or is he only in Sleepless in Seattle Bill Murray is oh. <laughs> is that Bill Murray is that his name uh, I don't know hold on Sleepless in Seattle we have to google something you guys why is it my okay Bill if I just see what he looks like, Bill Murray. Okay, Tom Hanks was definitely in Sleepless in Seattle, hashtag confirmed. Bill Murray is the one in Lost in Translation. Oh, okay. Well, I guess not all all old white guys are the same. My no. mistake. Mind-blowing. Mind-fucking-blowing. Well, I guess that's it before Joe and I dig ourselves into an early grave. Yep, that's going to be all for this week. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. We love yes, y'all. We do love y'all. Um, we obviously always need more texts and voicemails. And if you guys live out of the country, you can email us or send us a voice memo at the show, Sam and Joe at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, you can call us, call us, call us or text us. The number's coming up in the outro. Go to our Facebook, facebook.com slash the show, Sam and Joe, and leave us some hate mail or something fun. I don't know. Um Otherwise, yeah, are we good? Oh, and come to my, I think I'm going to be live streaming 
on Friday this week. Oh, this week? Really? Oh my god, I should probably be there. I was there for like a hot second last week, and I was like, totes the center of the attention. The attention? Yeah. Center of so the attention. When you weren't there. Oh yeah, everyone missed me, right? <laughs> you know... Just don't stress yourself out if you can't be there. <laughs> if you if you can't come, it's really all right. It's it'll be fine. All right, we're ending it. Thanks everybody for coming. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also donate to help us keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voice with your questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to say a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Aaron B. Alex P. Allison B. Andrew W. Austin B. Brian M. Prizzle, Emily T, Eric R, Feliciano D, Henrich B, Jack C, Jazza, Jonathan S, Jorge M, Kathleen E, Kevin V, Kylon C, Martin M, Megan C, Pablo F, Pedro B, Robin C, Sophie S, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show.